I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. What is up my friends? It is great to be back. You are all very welcome along to tonight's well, not so late agenda really, is it? It's a very early start for me to do an Anfield Agenda live stream, but there is method to our madness. Of course, I'm going to be on with you guys for the next hour. Then I'm going to jump straight across to TOTL, where we're going to be doing a watch-along of Burnley beating Manchester United, because that's what's going to happen, right? Right? You with me? Good. It is a pleasure to be back, guys. And again, I want to apologise for the past couple of days that I've been unable to stream. As you can probably hear from my voice, still a little bit nasally, but I'm feeling much more human-like today. So, great to be here with you. Hopefully, the uh, the chat starts to fill up very soon, because I've never had a stream this quiet on Anfield Agenda since we've returned. So, let's hope so. An hour early. Why? Two hours early, actually. I've just explained why. If you gave me a minute to do my intro, bud, you would have heard exactly why I'm uh, early. Because I'm going straight across the top of the league for uh, a watch-along of Burnley-Manchester United when this is over. And we hope you guys can join us over there. There is a link to the watch-along that will redirect you straight over there, pinned to the top of the live chat now. So we good. And by the way, bet you weren't expecting me to be wearing an Under Armour top today. I do love reading in the chat before we start, people guessing what I'm wearing, and usually... Usually a lot of you guys are spot on, but nobody was going to guess an Under Armour hoodie today, were you? Uh, nice to see you guys all in, by the way. Appreciate you. Craig's a trooper. Yes, I am. But I hate it. Every time you take a day off and you're self-employed, you think to yourself, I might as well have set fire to money. Um, so it's good to be back. I don't like doing nothing. Uh, yeah, I enjoy these chats. I enjoy doing these things. And big, big day today for sport obviously ireland south africa on tonight as well so i won't be able to watch that but i'd be asking you guys to keep me up to date with the the scores as we do the watch along the top of the league and loads for us to get through but tonight i guess i want to start the conversation around the news that jürgen klopp apparently wants to tie joel matip and tiago alcantara down to new deals at liverpool football club and i've got mixed views on this one And probably not the way you expect, because as you all know, I'm an avid Tiago sexual, a proud Tiago sexual. But 
I don't agree with this from Jurgen. I don't agree with the idea of Thiago Alcantara getting a new deal. I'm a bit softer when it comes to Joel Matip, but for Thiago, yeah, I'm not feeling it. I've got to be honest with you. I think at 200 grand a week, 10 million quid a year, that money could be far better invested at this point. And I'd hoped that we learned our lessons from... You know, the Milner, Henderson, Naby Keita, when those players all moved on, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, it felt like, to some extent, we got uh, we got to close a chapter and remove some injury-prone players from our squad. And I love Thiago. He's a wonderful footballer. When he's at it, he's amazing. But the problem is, he's getting on an age. He's just had a hip operation that we've already seen him struggle to get back from, having a setback, still not kicked the ball this season. And I don't think it's going to get much better in the long term from at no point really in his Liverpool career has he been able to have an unbroken spell. And I don't think we can rely on him. And if we can't rely on him, then what's the point? 10 million quid a year is a lot of money when we could go out and bring in Andre, let's say, from Fluminense in January. Add him to the squad. You've got by Cechic then, Endo, McAllister, Sobitzlai, Elliot, Jones. Plenty and plenty of midfield options with youth on their side and no real injury-prone players then to carry in midfield. So that's my take on the Thiago part of it. But of course, I want to know how you guys feel about it. Would you like to see Thiago have a new deal or do you think it's madness? I think, again, it's another situation where maybe Jurgen Klopp has been overly kind to a player who he likes as a person, and that's sound, but you've got to be ruthless. And I don't see the, the point of having Thiago around if he's not really going to play. Uh, Thiago, yes. Matip, no, but love both. I'm the very opposite. I'm Thiago, no. Matip, yes. 10 million quid a year. Like, that's a lot of money to keep somebody at the club. And you can say to me, Craig, he might take a reduced contract, but would he? I don't know if he would, you know, because he will have offers from elsewhere uh, that will pay him more than we're going to be offering him. So I can't see that Liverpool are going to really tie him down on, let's say, half his current wage. Um, For me, it's a no on Thiago, and I don't even like that we're trying to do it. I feel like we're not learning lessons. Spend the wages elsewhere, said Craig Gatland. Uh, by getting new contract means they get a higher transfer fee. Who's gonna, No one's coming in to buy Thiago and Joel Matip. I mean, let's be fucking honest about this. There's nobody queuing up there to tie Thiago at 32 down to a new deal so we can protect transfer value. I mean, it's not going to happen. Even on his best day now, Thiago's only worth 20, 25 million. So again, it doesn't make sense to me that we tie him down. We've got a nice clean end to his time at Liverpool coming up his contract will expire at the end of this season and it's a great way to say thank you for your service being a pleasure having you at the club and wish him the best for his the remainder of his career wherever he may go it's nice it's clean it's uncomplicated and there's no bad blood I like it it's it's as I said it's clean um Stefan Mackett and Sobosly midfield makes me excited said Whitehammer yeah it was, do you know what? It was very clever, Whitehammer, to see what Kloppo did with Stefan in the Europa League game. To see him at right back because he knows that he can come inside and play that pivot that Trent does. Very clever of Jurgen to do that. And I have to admit, I never thought of it. Never, when I was going through team selections, never would have thought that Jurgen would have said to Stefan, go to right back there and then drop in field and, and play the Trent role. But well done to the gaffer. 
Saudi might like we can be delusional here if you want and pretend that we're going to do this to protect transfer values but that's just nonsense there's nobody coming in if Saudi want Thiago they'll get him now they wouldn't wait for him to sign a new deal at Liverpool they'll say to him bud come at the end of the season because remember in January which is what three months away Thiago and Matip could sign for any clubs outside of England on a pre-contract and Liverpool wouldn't have to be informed about it so again, it's just silliness to think that we're doing this to protect his transfer of value. He's, it's not the reason. Can't hand extensions to injury liability, said Lawrence Baker. I just don't see the point in it, in all honesty. I just really don't see the point in it. Now, Matip, I'm a bit different on. Matip, I actually do like the idea of it. Because, say what you want about Joel Matip, but whenever he's played for Liverpool, bar a handful of occasions, he's been steady as she goes. I'm very, very open to Joel Matip signing a new deal. But there's a caveat for that as well. If Joel does sign a new deal, I don't want to hear from Jürgen that we're not going into the market for a centre-back because that would just be stupidity. We need to go out and bring in a young centre-back to put pressure on Virgil van Dijk and Canade. Now, Jarrell Kwanzaa can absolutely be an option for the future at centre-back. Definitely can. But we need to add another one. And I don't know about you guys, but I wouldn't feel comfortable again going into a season with Matip, Gomez and Canade, who have had knocks and injury concerns. And it just feels to me like we need to go out and bring in another high-quality centre-back for the future. Um, and I'm OK with keeping Matip around. Genuinely, I am. Matip can, can definitely do a job in competitions and can definitely come in and deputise when needed. So... Yeah, much more comfortable about Matip getting a contract extension than it would be about Thiago. Uh, Craig, what were your thoughts on the Lask Lintz game? Well, firstly, let me say one thing really, really sincerely, honestly, and, and loudly. To Lask Lintz and the people in Lintz and the police and the stewards and the club, thank you. Because every report I have read from fans that attended the game spoke about how warm, how friendly, how welcoming, how helpful the people, the stewards and the police were. And a lot of lessons could be learned from this. Because what seems to have come from this last Glintz game is a bond and friendships. You've seen people exchanging baseball caps. You've seen people having a drink together after the game. You've seen Liverpool fans being treated like humans. Which sounds mad, right? But football fans so often aren't given that human touch. They're treated like animals. They're hoarded in, kept after games. And this has shown, I hope, that you can treat football fans normally, like humans, and that they will get along. And, yeah, well done to everybody involved. It was a pleasure to read the policing report. It was a pleasure to hear from the likes of the Spirit of Shankly and stuff as well, who said that their members and people who attended the game had a fantastic time. The bars were packed. The city centre was buzzing. And everybody was getting along. It's so, so refreshing to hear. So first and foremost, that's my initial thought on the game. Um, the win, brilliant. Over the moon. You know, you want to get off to a, a good start in competitions. Uh, delighted for Darwin to get his goal. I thought he looked really well. Great to see Mo come on and get a cheeky winner. Uh, but I couldn't help but look at Harvey Elliott when Mohamed Salah scored the goal. Because he's like, dude, I had a tap in. But Mo's like, yeah, but I scored, so get over it. Um, 
And nothing Cuevin Kelleher could do for their goal, by the way. I just thought it was an incredible strike. Yes, you could have picked up from the corner better. Yes, we could have kind of ditched the zonal marking to send somebody out to close your man down. But ultimately, the strike was top-notch. And yeah, good start. And again, one other nice little touch from it is that it was great to see that the kit isn't cursed. The new kit, the purple kit, which I actually thought looked quite well on the lads. So yeah, they're my initial thoughts from the last Glintz game. Great to get off to a good start. But most importantly, I was so, so, so happy to hear that the Travelling Reds were treated well, got on with their Austrian hosts and just had a great time at the game. That's exactly the type of stories you want to hear when Liverpool fans or any fans go away for a game of football. Uh, heavy or uh, hey ho beautiful how have you been or glad you're feeling better uh, have you had a good weekend so excited for tomorrow can't wait to humble Antonio thoughts on Ryan yeah I thought Gravenberch was my Gravenberch excuse me I thought he was I thought he was hit and miss in the game but that's to be expected the assist was top notch beautiful ball across uh, it was a great goal actually to be worked for for Lucho um and it was nice to hear him say himself, he did some things good, some things bad. But most importantly, just good to see him on the pitch. Good to see him getting minutes. Good to see him getting used to playing with his teammates. And um, I was a bit relieved to hear as well that it was just cramp that he got taken off for at the end. That it wasn't an injury concern or anything like that. So, pretty uh, pretty good start to the Europa League campaign. Uh, can't imagine life without Mo, said Garlic Bread. Yeah, look, it's... It is going to be tough, man. I was even recording a piece last night where I was talking about Rodrigo as a potential Salah replacement. And you go and look in the comments and people are like, he's not going to replace Salah. And they're right, because nobody is going to replace Salah. That's not what any of us, I think, are trying to even pitch when we talk about it. But we do have to go down the line of thinking about a Salah replacement at some point. And um, nobody's ever going to do the Salah numbers, though. So you are right in that regard. Uh, dribbling was beautiful but passing chemistry could improve but that's to be expected said Trent Berner uh, Kay Johnson how are you mate welcome in doesn't Sobislai remind you of Ronaldo um, I kind of get where you're coming from he carries himself like a superstar Sobislai and I don't mean that in a negative way I mean he just oozes confidence belief has the ability to lift those players around him he just looks like a real leader. You can see how he's already captain of the Hungarian national team at 22 years of age. And I love him. I'm absolutely over the moon. And it's great to have him at the football club. And I think we're going to be in for some amazing memories with uh, with him on the pitch. It's great. Yeah, I love it. It was a bit of a downer having to bring the boys on to get the result, but happy with the win, said Callum Spence. Yeah, it's never great when you have to empty your bench to to play players that you were hoping you could rest up. But I guess a goal from Mo will do no harm. Thankfully, nobody picked up a knock. And, you know, you think for the people who were at the game as well, nice to see the superstars go out there and play a few minutes as well. So I guess try and look at the positives. The pitch wasn't great. I have to say that. The pitch was not great. Not that I'm using that as an excuse. Well, don't need to have an excuse, do we? We won. But, yeah, the pitch didn't look great. But the fans and the stadium and all, top-notch. Uh, who's better in your opinion, Doak at 18, Mo at 18? I mean, I've no idea is the honest answer. As you said, I, d I didn't even know of Mohamed Salah when he was 18. I didn't know who he was. So I can't give you a comparison for that one. Um, 
on Ben Doak, I mean, I don't want people to be harsh on him. It was a, it was an interesting um, first start for Ben Doak in the Europa League. He knows himself. I'd heard him speak after the game that a couple of things he could have done better, but he's a young man and he's learning and we all love him and we're all behind him and I've no doubt Ben Doak will, will start to push on from here. Uh, ben Doak, plus competition for him after the Salah saga. Um, look, I'm I'm sold on Rodrigo from Real Madrid, and I know you're going to think that I'm out away with the fairies on this one, and I know you're going to think that there's no way Real Madrid would sell him, and that would have been my thought process as well until I started to find out and uncover a few other little bits and pieces. Um, and if Real Madrid do indeed make the play for Mbappe, and then they've got Endrick coming in, of course, as well, I think there might be an opportunity to try and buy Rodrigo. Because if they bring in Mbappe, if they had Endrick, they obviously have Vinicius Jr. You've got Bellingham playing in an advanced role. Um, Valverde is more versatile to Real Madrid, so he can play in a wide position or in midfield. And... I don't know, a few bits and pieces I'm hearing and starting to read from other parts of the media makes me think that you... I'm not going to say it's likely. I'm not at that point. But I'm not at the point of saying it's ridiculous anymore either. I look back on his time, Rodrigo, since he signed from Santos, I think it was, for Real Madrid. And, you know, he came in for about just under 50 million, I think it was, and steadily has progressed since he's come in. Last season, he played the most, I think, had the most goals and assists since he's arrived at Madrid and started to look like the player that Madrid were bringing in. Um, but I do think they'll have to make the numbers work. And if they are going to be trying to get the likes of an Mbappe in, and obviously they have Endrick coming on board, and they've got Bellingham's wages and all this other stuff, maybe they might have to let one go. And I think it would be an expensive deal if we were to get him. I think you'd probably, you'd probably have to put money on top of what you were going to get from Mohamed Salah, as mad as that sounds. But I want to know what you guys think about it. You know, would you be happy if that could be done? If Rodrigo was a genuine possibility for Liverpool to bring in? Or would you like us to look elsewhere? I'd seen a piece today as well that suggested that Real Madrid were uh, were looking at Rafa Liao, Which I really don't get, to be honest with you. Especially down that left-hand side when you've got Vinicius there. Uh, Craig, do you ever see a time where Jude plays for Liverpool? No. I don't. I felt like that was the time to get Jude. I think he's going to be a Madrid lifer now. I don't think he leaves Real Madrid until... I think he's, he'd be there for 10 years, in my opinion, anyway. And, yeah, just... It was the one that got away for us, and I'll never, ever, ever climb down off that that uh, high horse. That, that was a deal that could have been done, and he got away from us, and he went to Madrid. But, look, we've invested our money wisely, and I think we're all fairly happy with the midfielders we've got in. Best stadium apart from Anfield, said Liverpool the go. Um, well, look, I'm only going to go off stadiums I've been in, but I'd have to say Spurs Stadium. As I've told you guys before, I've been there twice, one for a boxing event, one for a Spurs Cup game. When I was over in London for something else, I had a spare night and they were playing, so I went to it. And I loved the stadium. It's brilliant. Really, 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 really impressive. So I'd have to say that. 
Patrick for Kane in a 7-0 win. Interesting, Keegan. Yeah, he's got off to a good start, obviously, life over in Munich. Are you noticing how arrogant Bellingham is? I don't know what you mean by arrogant, though. Like, he believes in himself, and he's succeeding at one of the biggest clubs in the world so far. You know, you kind All the top players need that streak of arrogance, don't you? Like, if you think you're going to be the best in the world, you got to carry yourself with that belief. And I wouldn't call it arrogance, no. I think that he's just becoming a superstar. That's the way I genuinely look at it. Uh, Roger said Celtic Park. I've never been to Celtic Park, Roger. So I was trying to answer it from the perspective of stadiums I've been to. Um, New Camp, when I went, honestly, thought it was a dump. Uh, the museum was very impressive. But when I went to watch them play Valencia, I wasn't impressed with the stands or the stadium. I know it's getting redone. So, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing it redone. Uh, I haven't been to the Bernabeu. Um, haven't been to any other grounds really in, in England outside of Prenton Park, Anfield. So yeah, I've not really got much to compare it to in all honesty. Andre News. What? I mean, is this statement or a fucking question? Like, you just put in the chat Andre News. Do you have some? Or are you asking me for some? Because if you're asking me for some, I don't really have any. Other than a hope that we go back in. Uh, I know we played in their 1-0 victory the other day. And I think he picked up a yellow card as well, if I'm not mistaken. But look, I'm hopeful we go back in from in January. But at this point, I don't know 100% yes or no if we will or won't. Piggery. Okay. Again, I have no idea where to go with that, dude. Uh, I went to Anfield for the tour on Wednesday, loved every minute and got to touch the This Is Anfield sign. Nice one, Harry. Well in. Glad you enjoyed it, sir. Ooh, got my new phone today, finally. Um, so riddle me this, my friends. You go and you order a phone from Apple on the 15th of September for the release date on the 22nd of September for the new iPhone. And you order from Apple and you're thinking, sound. And then you get an email back going, yeah, that phone will be delivered to you, mate. On the 7th of November. Like, what? So my wife managed to find a shop today that had the model I wanted in it. And uh, I got lucky and I got my new phone. So I'm over the moon. Three years since I've upgraded my phone. So delighted that I finally got the new one. And uh, I love it. Some very snazzy features. Have I ever been to Anfield? Yes, mate. I've been to Anfield many, many, many times. Uh, just haven't been over in a couple of years, to be honest with you. But yeah, yeah, been loads of times, mate. Um it's there's, it still gets me when you walk up the steps you know and you see the floodlights and you're walking up the steps and then the the pitch appears at eye line and then as you walk up more the, the butterflies still hit david said iphone blah mate iphones are better than everything else and i don't care my wife's an, uh, an android user we have this debate all the time but i'm um well i won't use the word that i call myself but it's an apple or word um, because I've got like an iMac for streaming, I've got an iPad, an iPhone, um, an Apple TV. I'm like Apple's wet dream, basically. Uh, 
Gonna head off, Laura Craig. It's 4 a.m. in Sydney right now. Gonna head to bed and rewatch the stream tomorrow. Have a good one, mate. Appreciate you. Um, you won't be able to rewatch the stream tomorrow though, because you're not a member, and only members can rewatch the streams because they go on members only when they're done. But again, appreciate your support. Sancho for Salah, cut price. No, no, I don't want. And I don't think United would sell to us anyway. Now, I do think United are going to cut ties with Sancho in January by the looks of it, but no, no, no. Not for me. Not for, for Liverpool. Android is king. Android is wank. <laughs> I don't... I'm not an Android fan, mate. Every time I... Tr I tried to change that to Android twice. I lasted a day and wanted to just smash the place up. So, no, 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 no. Apple all the way for me. Galaxy 23 Ultra? No, no, no. iPhone 15 Pro Max. That's the this one. The iPhone 15 Pro Max is the new one. Opinions on Tell from Bayern. It looks quite impressive. Um, got himself a goal, if I'm not mistaken, against United in the Champions League the other night. But I can't say I've watched too much of him. But he did catch the eye in that little performance, or little cameo for Bayern. Uh, Craig, how come Virgil got slaughtered for his abuse to the ref, but not a single eye from the Premier League was turned to Pickford? Because hypocrisy. That's the reason. You're right. It is bullshit. Um, and it is hypocrisy. Jordan Pickford was very clearly mouthed, swearing and being abusive towards a referee. But he's English and the rules are different. And I don't care if people think I've been salty I'm saying it as it is we've seen what happened Van Dyke, and we've seen what Pickford did and we've seen that the cameras picked it up and we also seen that the Premier League and the PGMOL and the FA did absolutely SFA about it so there you go that's that's the answer Can you say happy birthday to me? Because it's my birthday today. He said NNUK. Happy birthday, my friend. Many happy returns. Uh, what teams are in for Matip and Thiago? Did, nobody ever said any teams are in for them. Ever. So I don't know where you're going with that one, bud. The stream title tonight is about them getting new contracts. Because Jurgen wants to give both of them new deals. And that's been reported pretty widely in the media, actually, over the last couple of days. And I slightly disagree with it. I don't agree with Thiago getting a new deal. Thoughts on Rodri's card? Haven't seen a Harry. I won't lie, dude. I haven't watched uh, any of the games today so far yet. I've seen City 1, obviously 2-0. but And I had seen that Rodri got a red card. Just don't know. Um, for Rodri to have got a red card, like... Did he hit some with a baseball bat? Because sometimes I've watched Man City's defensive midfielders play... And I wonder how on earth they haven't picked up cards. But, yeah, I haven't seen it. How do Liverpool beat City for the title this season? Yeah, look, it's a good question. Um, I don't think we can do it on our own. I think it's going to take a Liverpool-Arsenal-City kind of battle and points to be dropped between those clubs when they play each other. So as an example, coming up, I think, on the 8th of October, Arsenal host Manchester City. And that's a big game in the season because, obviously, you'd want Manchester City to lose to Arsenal because you more hope, I think, of Arsenal potentially dropping points elsewhere. 
So that's the first real, real game I've got penciled in as a title six-pointer, perhaps. But it's not going to be an easy task, is it? But you know what? 115 charges. 115 charges. And I am sick to my back teeth of hearing about how great they are, about the media blowing smoke up their backside, calling them one of the greatest teams in the Premier League era, talking about them as potential multiple European champions. Talk about them as cheats, because that's the real story here. 115 charges against Manchester City. And when I read things like the embassy over in the UAE was having conversations around these charges, you've got to ask yourself, is there pressure going on politically to make these charges go away? Because $10 billion has been committed by the UAE to infrastructure projects in the UK around green energy. Also, a lot of money has gone into the city of London from this part of the world, into buildings and homes and office blocks and all this other stuff. And nobody will ever convince me it isn't shady as you know what. And I want the book thrown at them if they're found guilty. And I mean found guilty, not got off on some BS technicality or the political pressure made the Premier League have to bow their heads because that's the sign of a death of the league if that happens. If political influence on this decision in any way affects it, we can all just throw our hat at it and say, nah, it's disgusting and I'm sick. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. We're four and a half years into this nonsense now. And week after week, I have to sit there. You have to sit there. United fans, Arsenal fans, every other club's fans. And look at them. And know that there's 115 charges for financial irregularities hanging over their heads and the mental gymnastics that so many people are able to do to justify this what if what if what about what about what about people if you give them the benefit of the doubt on half the stuff what about the other half of the stuff what about the mancini stuff what about the leaked emails but manchester city got away with the charges no they didn't they were banned for two years by uefa but the Court of Arbitration for Sport said it was time-barred and City got off on a technicality. They can't get off on a technicality around that with the Premier League charges because they're not time-barred. So 
I want to see justice served. And I want to see them screwed to the wall if they're found guilty. I want to see them stripped of titles. I want asterisks put beside every goddamn one of their bits of success. And don't come at me with, but they're balancing the books now, Craig. They're a self-sustaining model now, Craig. I don't care because they've done all the other stuff to get to that point. And just because they're at that point now doesn't mean that we can ignore how they got there. That has to be sorted. And I'm never going to back down from it, ever. It's the one thing I think you'll see I've been very, very, very consistent on since this channel started. I am sick of people taking us football fans for idiots. I'm sick of it. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, What else have we got? What, in your opinion, on the new rules this season? I'm getting frustrated with the fact that refs are more focused on giving out cards for decent uh, or dissent and time-wasting. So, I kind of agree with Paul Heckenbottom. These clowns are getting far too much impact in the results of games, and I don't like it. I don't like that VAR and everything that comes along with it was supposed to stop the arguments, and all it's doing is increasing them. And turning referees into some kind of weird ass celebrities. No. I don't like it. I don't like this get out of jail free card of you know clear and obvious. No. If a mistake's made and the referee shit to bed. VAR has to step in and tell them. This stuff about. Oh I didn't want to get me mate to go to the monitor. And then the referees. PGMOL saying oh we refute that. You can't refute it. Dude literally told you what he did. No I don't like it. I don't like the, the PGMOL, I don't like the fact that Howard Webb is in charge of it and you see images of him in the corporate section of Manchester United's ground um, with former referee chiefs or with other referees. It just all stinks to high heaven and we deserve better as football fans than the clowns that are currently officiating a lot of the games. There are some decent referees. I think Michael Oliver is a very good official. Um, but it's VAR I've got the big problem with. You know, I have sympathy for referees for a decision on the pitch. Referees can get stuff wrong in real time, absolutely. Look, look at the McAllister red card. I think that's a really good example. Do I understand how the referee on the pitch in that moment might have thought McAllister went in too high over the top and it was aggressive? Absolutely. I can see how they can think that in the blink of an eye. But what I cannot understand and what I cannot accept is that Paul Tierney and Costas Hatsidakis sitting, or Constantinus, excuse me, Hatsidakis, sitting in the VIR hub, didn't know that that was a nonsense decision and didn't ask the ref to go to the monitor to review it. This is the type of stuff that is just unfathomable to me. And again, look back to what uh, Mike Dean spoke about with the pull on Kukurea's hair in the Spurs-Chelsea game. And tell me that that wasn't a very, very, very clear decision to, to overturn. They're just not doing their job. It's that simple. And they keep getting away with it because nobody's holding them to account. Uh, 3-1 Everton. They're winning a game. Everton are winning a game of football. Whoa, whoa. Stop the lights. Uh, I've no problem with ref being celebs, but for the right reason. Yeah, like give me a Pierre Luigi Kalina style referee who's a celebrity, no problem, because the dude went out there every week and did his job to an extremely high level. And 
I think everybody that ever played in that era or watched in that era knew we were looking at the best of his generation of a referee. Pierluigi Colina was top, top notch. Is there any chance that Mbappe comes to Liverpool in 2024? And if so, do you think he can fit into the culture? I have no doubts about his footballing ability. I'm with you. Footballing ability, you'd be mad to doubt him. But do I think he fits into the culture at Liverpool? No. Do I think he comes to Liverpool in 2024? No. I think he ends up... um, I think he ends up going to Real Madrid and I think he'll probably sign that deal in January. Um, Okay, two people I need to say thank you to. So Jensk became a member on top of the league. Thank you for that, Jensk. And uh, somebody, Giovanni Carventes, renewed his membership on here. So thank you for that one. Guys, don't forget that as soon as I finish this stream in about 20 minutes, I'm going to be going straight over the top of the league for a watch-along of Burnley beating Manchester United. And I hope you can join us for it because the other night I felt bad because I was supposed to do a live stream before the watch-along, but my illness was starting to kick in then and I wasn't able to do the first part and I felt like I let the guys down on the second part because I wasn't able to direct some traffic over to it. So it would really, really, really mean a lot to us tonight if you could come across, show some love in the top of the league, um, watch along and hopefully you enjoy it as well because I, I can't wait to get stuck into more content. I did a content plan out this week for the next uh, seven days, which is going to have some fun videos and stuff recorded over on top of the league. We're going to be talking about the latest big news stories. The other day I spoke about a potential um, civil war breaking out at Manchester United with the stuff that's going on with Ten Hag. We're going to be covering the big topics of the Premier League, Europe, I'm playing around with the idea of doing a Madrid watch-along tomorrow because the Madrid derby's on tomorrow night. If my health holds up tomorrow after the Liverpool watch-along and all, might come back on tomorrow night to do Atletico versus Real Madrid over there as well. And also, if you are here with us for the first time tonight in Anfield Agenda, please do hit that subscribe button as well. It'd be great to uh, get some new subscribers on. You replied to me, you made my day. Uh, Dramil, I tried to reply to as many of your amazing comments in the chat as I can, dude, because the fact that people take the time out of the day to come in, have a chat with me, put their thoughts into the live chat, it means the world to me, bud. So I'll always try my best to uh, interact where I can. Am I biased in my watch-alongs? So I'm trying not to be. So I think the best answer I can give you, Craig Gatland, is... I'm not going to be able to hide the fact that I don't want United to win or I don't want Arsenal to win. But I am going to promise you one thing on top of the league. I will give you my unbiased, honest, genuine, sincere opinion and reaction to what happens in games. That I can promise you. But if United concede, am I going to be unable to smile? Probably not. Do you know you dropped your subscribers? That doesn't even make sense as an English sentence. I don't know what that means. I didn't drop any subscribers. Uh, that, so if you mean like we're losing subscribers on here, absolutely not. Nothing could be further from the truth. Um, our channel's had an amazing start to the year. We've we've jumped up like 30,000 subscribers or something over the past two and a half months. So I don't know what you mean by that, mate. Um, I think even United fans would laugh at this point. Oh, 
I got information around their team for tonight and it's not looking good. It's not looking good. Um, and I can't lie. There's a part of me thinks that they they might actually not win away at Burnley tonight and that would be very interesting to see what happens with um, Ten Hag at that point. <laughs> Sorry, I've just seen some uh, team news coming through now. I might watch the watch along just to see you rip into Man U. Please do. We'd love to have you come across and join us, my friend. This is weird. This is the quietest live stream we've had since we've moved back from Twitch to YouTube. Um, and this is why I get worried when I get sick or when I have go on holidays or take days off. I keep thinking everybody forgets about little old us. And um, yeah, so I hope for the watch along tomorrow you guys come out in numbers and come back across. We'll be starting from 1pm by the way for uh, the West Ham watch along tomorrow. Obviously full match reaction, player ratings, all that stuff. Who wants a bit of a scoop? About the channel, I mean. So, do you remember my plan for Squad Battle? Anybody in the chat remember Squad Battle? We've only done one so far this season. But I was thinking about it while I was unwell. We're going to make Squad Battle a live part of the day after a game. So, Squad Battle for West Ham is going to happen on Monday night. We're going to do it live so we can debate it with you guys in the chat and see who wins. And if you don't know what squad battle is, let me explain to you. We're going to pick out five areas of the pitch where we think there's going to be a battle between our player and their player. So as an example, um, let's say the cat kicker versus Ibrahim Kanade. Is their centre-back going to outperform their centre-back? So we're going to ask you guys after the game to let us know who you think was better. And then what we'll do at the end of the stream is we'll do a combined 11 from the game based on their performances and see what we come up with so that's what squad battle is it's a new segment that we're doing but i think it's going to work better if we do it live so we're going to do it the day after the games and we're going to do it on the the late night agenda streams and give you guys a chance to interact to vote with us um and to see who comes out on top I think it's going to be really fun. I can't wait to do it. I love the idea of these type of things. And you've always seen people do combined 11s, but never directly after a game based solely on the performances from that game. And that's why I think it's going to be fun. Uh, am I feeling better now? I'm nearly there. I'm feeling like a lot better than I have in the last few days. And I can finally start to hear a little bit out of my right ear because I've been completely deaf in my right ear for the past three or four days. Uh, I wasn't expecting you on so early. Kyle, only on this early, bud, because we're jumping across to do a watch-along of Burnley versus Manchester United on top of the league um, when this stream is over. So when we're finished in about... 15 minutes there's a link pinned to the top of the live chat that will redirect you straight across to the top of the league game and uh, if you haven't subscribed to top of the league you can do so really quickly by scanning the qr code in the bottom right corner of the screen or you can just have a look at the description of this stream you'll see a link there uh you'll see peaks around transfer windows in what sense do you mean in the channel i mean i'm, I'm not i'm not new to this sambo i've been around for quite a while mate uh 
You will. You'll see peaks, and you'll also see peaks when Liverpool lose a game. That's an unfortunate fact as well. Um, but uh, look, mate, I've, I have no complaints. I'm loving life at the minute. Very proud of, of what we're doing. Very proud of the community we have. I'm very excited about the possibility of uh, top of the league and what it can do. Do you think the cheating 115 charges club will go invincible this season? No, because we're going to beat them, Callum. So you don't need to worry about that. We're going to beat them this season. So they won't be going invincible or anything. But look, to be fair about it, I already think that that Manchester City team that did the 101 points is the best Premier League team. If you look at it like... What, if you remove the big, 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 big caveat of 115 charges, I would suggest that they already outdo the Arsenal Invincibles. I've said this consistently. And if we had have got a higher points tally, I'd have been saying the same thing about us. For me... Going invincible, look, Arsenal the only team that have done it. But there was a lot of draws in there. And for me, if you want to say who had the best ever Premier League season, you've got to put it at the team that's put up the most points. And unfortunately, that team at the moment is Manchester 115 charges Abu Dhabi City. Um, yeah, we'll beat them. We'll beat them, Callum. Kay Johnson, thank you, mate. Uh, said, thanks for all the amazing content. Pleasure, sir. It's a pleasure to be here with you. It's a pleasure to be chatting uh, football. And uh, never need to thank me for anything, my man. I just found out I'm going to be a dad. I'm 18. I'm absolutely terrified. Do you have any advice? Well, first and foremost, make sure that the lady in question knows she's got your full support and knows you're going to be around and knows that she's not in this alone. So that's that's first and foremost. Second part is you'll be fine. And what I mean by that is, it is going to be daunting. I was 22 when I became a father for the first time. And I shit myself, man. When I was in the hospital and my daughter was born, I remember going home from the hospital and thinking, oh shit, I'm a dad. I've got a life that I need to look out for and take care of. And everything, it just happens naturally, my man. And I'm sure you'll get support from your extended family or your, your partner's extended family. But just embrace it. Embrace it and be the best you can be and be there for her and be there for your, your newborn. And um, you've got your Anfield Agenda family here as well for any little bits of advice or support you might need and just wishing you both the very best. I could have said where a Johnny, but that, that ship has sailed, dude. <laughs> Craig, are you wearing grey to be neutral? No, I'm wearing grey because my missus bought me a new hoodie the other day. It's very comfortable and it's a little bit chilly, so I'm not wearing a t-shirt today. That's pretty much the answer to that question. Will Ten Hag get sacked if he loses to Burnley? No, because I do think he's starting to come under pressure. I don't know if that would be enough in itself, but I think that the knives are out for some people already for Ten Hag. I think the dressing room is a bit divided and there seems to be a bit of concern about Ten Hag's agent and some influence he's having. Is Trent fit? Good question. And I think so. But I don't 100% have the ability to sit here and say he will play tomorrow. I hope he does. I think he will. But 
I've not seen um, a concrete answer yet. Uh, we both have great support systems with our families. Thank you, Craig. You're a legend. Mate, it's all good. And I mean it. If there's anything you need, I, I'm sure your family, as you've said, are there. And that's great that you have that support. But um, embrace it. And make sure that you uh, you get that Liverpool shirt on the go, dude. That's first thing. I'm not even joking with you. When my daughter was born, yeah, we had nappies and all the other stuff you needed because we were very fortunate. My wife's uh, parents were very helpful and stuff. But I made sure I had two things ready for my daughter. I made sure that there was a Liverpool kit waiting when she was born. And I made sure that there was a pair of little Adidas booties that were ready to go as well. Because I had my priorities sorted. <laughs> and I'm not even joking. That's a true story. And I did know whether it was going to be a boy or a girl when we were having our daughter. So... You know, I bought the Liverpool kit either way because it didn't matter to me. The child was going into that Liverpool kit one way or the other. And the little pair of Adidas booties were there as well. And a Celtic kit? Did I buy that? Oh yeah, I was thinking I didn't buy a Celtic kit. Do you want a streamer? When we destroy West Ham, Antonio will have a, a new interview. I, 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 I don't get the point of what Antonio did. Like, I don't get it. All I can say is that maybe on the Footballer's Football podcast, that, I don't know, he was trying to get, maybe a bit of laddishness was going on and he was trying to be a bit braggadocious. So I don't know. But he was talking out his hoop for a lot of what he was saying, to be fair. Um, and he was mis misinformed on some of the Salah stuff as well. So, look, I hope Klopp just pins that on the dressing room wall and says to the boys out there tomorrow and show Mr. Antonio that he's very, very wrong. Uh, Springbok's in the house, South Africa in the house. Sorry, Craig. I am. Um, want to be sorry about, dude. You know, two fantastic rugby nations going head-to-head. -head. Current world number one versus the world champions. It's going to be a tough game. And, you know, there's a long way to go in the competition regardless. So, look, best of luck to both sides, mate. And looking forward to uh, watching the game back later on. It's going to be a hell of a battle. Uh, really missed your watch along for the last game. Yeah, I hated, I hated not being able to do it. To be honest with you, it's um, when you're self-employed, like, and you take a day off, you just feel like you're setting fire to money. And then, you, of course, you think about the other people involved in the business as well. And if I don't work, nobody works. Which the guilt just now look the team are amazing. No, no guilt from that regard. They just told me to rest up as long as I needed to. But you know yourself and you're sitting at home and you, you, people can't work because you're not working. It, um, you feel bad. So I'm, I'm just happy to be back. Antonio thinks he's that guy. Look, I like Mikel Antonio. Like, I genuinely do. I like a lot about Mikel Antonio. I just think he got a bit carried away with that interview. Um yeah, simple as that. Like, I don't know that he really thinks they're going to finish above us. I don't think he even believes that, if I'm being honest. 
Thoughts on Arsenal versus City with Rodri out. I said earlier on, Harry, um, that to me is the first real big game this season. And we play Brighton that day at 2 o'clock. And this is how big the game is for me. I'm going to do the watch along of the Brighton game. I'm going to do a 20 minute match reaction. But I'm not going to record my player ratings until later that evening. Because I'm going to go straight over the top of the league. And do a watch along of the Arsenal versus Manchester City game. Um, I'll only be able to start about 5 minutes before the game kicks off. But I feel like it's a game I want to watch. I need to watch. And it's going to be huge. If Arsenal can get a result. I think it would... It would give belief to us. It would give belief to Arsenal, obviously. And it would set us up for, I think, a very intriguing season. Because the last thing any of us want is for 115 charges FC to just go out and have a commanding lead in the season and everyone on, you know, chasing them down. It'd be much nicer to start putting a few seeds of doubt in their heads. And I'd rather play catch-up with Arsenal if I had to than catch-up with City. Are you watching the Zhali Zhang versus Joe Joyce fight? Yes, I should be finished in time before that fight starts. So, yes, I will be. Uh, Craig, loving the new Top of the League channel. How do you think it's going? Um, it's really difficult to know, mate, because it's a new channel. Not many people know about it. And it takes time to build up because you don't just want your Anfield agenda audience going across to it because you want new people to come in. You want people to understand that it isn't a Liverpool channel. It's a Liverpool fan, but a Liverpool fan that's going to be trying to give um, informed, honest opinions on what, what's happening around the world of football. So I hope people enjoy it. Uh, I think the graphics are amazing. I think Ben did an incredible job setting up the studio for Top of the League. I love the whole colour scheme. And yeah, just excited. Barca 3-2 up from 2-0 down. Go come back. Not watching the rugby. No, you know, I'm putting my business head on, mate. And um, as much as I'd love to sit there and watch the, the Ireland-South Africa game... You know, I've got to. Uh, I've got a second channel now that I'm part of, and I need to to do my best for the people involved. And sometimes that will involve making sacrifices on a personal level. And sure, that's what I'm here for. Spurs Arsenal score prediction. I think it'll be. Two all. I know, you're probably thinking I'm sitting on the fence, but genuinely, that's how I think the score will be. I wouldn't be surprised if someone nicked it 3-2, but I think we'll get goals. So, it's got it's got to be a good game. And obviously, I can't watch it, because we're doing a watch-along of, of our game against West Ham tomorrow. But I will be looking to be kept up to date with what's happening in it, because it's, it's going to be an interesting test for both teams. If United are down 5-0, can you do the rugby watch-along? No! If United are down 5-0, mate, I'm going to be loving every damn minute of that. If United are losing 5-0 to Burnley, I'm not switching that off. I'll be on the floor laughing, I think, at that point. Uh, Craig, don't you think if Ange goes there and plays his game that Arsenal could tear them to shreds? 
Well, I'll tell you what they can't do is expect them to hold themselves back into a game if they get off to a bad start. Like, you don't want to be going there conceding a couple of goals early and trying to have a monumental comeback. But I like Ange Postacoglu. I, I love the way he carries himself as a person. He's, he's exact. He's like me. I look at Ange Postacoglu and I see me in managerial form. No bullshit. No over-the-top nonsense. Just honest, heart on his sleeve. Good man manager and a good coach. And, you know, I like him. I do. And I, I, I'm, I want him to do well, but not too well that, you know, impacts us or anything. But I do. I like him. Would that be better than us beating them 7-0? No, 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 no. Us beating them 7-0 is never, ever going to be bettered or get old, mate. That is, like, glorious. Glory. Like, 7-0. It? It's just beautiful. Here's the best man on the internet, Craig. Oh, well, thank you very much. I don't know if you're talking about yourself, but I'm taking it. He's a Liverpool fan as well. Yeah, I'd seen that interview, David, where he said growing up in Oz, he um, he was a Liverpool fan and he was talking about Shankly and stuff. Yeah, he just seems like a, a likeable dude. Um, would you take Ange at Liverpool after Klopp leaves? I mean, if he does well at Spurs... Yeah, I would. Because, look, if he does well at Spurs and he continues playing a good brand of football, you know he's a Liverpool fan. I would, yeah. No, I would. I would. If he did well, I would, definitely. But, you know, it'd be a difficult one to get out of a contract if he was tied in there at Spurs to I leave he operates. But, yeah, yeah. To be lovely known that a Liverpool manager is also a Liverpool fan, that would be nice. I won't lie to you. So, my friends, I'm not going to end tonight's stream, but I'm going to jump straight over to top of the league for a watch-along of Burnley's game against Manchester United. I hope you can join us for it. There is a redirect link at the top of the live chat right now. Would mean a hell of a lot to us if you could come across and join us for the watch-along tonight. Um, it's going to be an interesting one. Burnley, Manchester United. What could go wrong there? And, um, yeah, appreciate your support as always. Don't forget, it is pinned to the top of the live chat there. Now, I will see you guys over there in a couple of minutes. I just have to change the stream key and I'll be straight in. But yeah, much love. There will be a news video going out about 9 o'clock tonight in Anfield Agenda as well. And if I don't see it, I hope to see you tomorrow at uh, 1pm for the watch along of the game against West Ham. Much love, my friends. Hold up, what was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 